Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Story will be back. So if you have a team that can score nine runs with no Raffi Devers in there and Trevor Story coming back, then maybe you're going to be able to see a lot of offense. I don't know if the wild card is a realistic thing, though, some of the right teams continue to lose in front of you. Twins have now lost six in a row. The White Sox lost today. So, you know, there's there can be some slow movement, but it, it, it just seems like it's just going to be so tough. And with Seattle playing virtually nobody, like the A's and the Angels, it, it looks like Seattle's going to be able to solidify themselves. So really either Tampa or Toronto just has to collapse at the end. And, and there is a piece of you that might say, well, because you still see Toronto and Tampa more often as the Red Sox, maybe that can happen. Like, if this was a loss again tonight, I think this is where you kind of fold up the suitcases, you take down the tents, and you just start saying, you know what? Let's go see a Red Sox game just for giggles and have have a couple of beers. The team's not really moving forward. They've lost four in a row, but but then tonight happens, and, and, and Ryan Brazier almost makes – the worst possible happen again, but you have to give credit to Matt Barnes, who seems to have found his role better as the setup guy. Garrett Whitlock, now your closer. And so it, 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 it's now like what used to be sale day is now Waka day. And so I'm not even mad at Michael Waka being tagged for four runs because so many games of his have not. And so if there's a part of you that feels like you just want to try and stick it out with this Red Sox team, but there's also another part of you that thinks that, like, am I crazy? You know, the middle of the bullpen is not going to get better. It's really kind of like a Russian roulette of, like, what middle reliever is actually going to pick up the ball and fire off the gun. Tonight it was Brazier, and it it, it almost got extremely bad. And the fans are on it. It, it. You know, like when you could hear the audio and you could see it, watching it on Apple TV, it's kind of neat, that you could hear the boos coming out when Alex Cora was coming to get out Ryan Brazier. And you're like, are the boos for Brazier or are the boos for Cora? But Cora's hand is forced because this is what he's been given as middle relievers. So, you know, yesterday the news that Paxton is right after they extend his option from seeing him warm up and do like 30 pitches – like, okay, we're going to extend you. And now he's out for the season with the torn lat. So you're like, okay, how does Heim take some type of master class of like, you know, you cannot get damaged goods and expect them to be great again? Like, this is not, I don't, I can't think of, you know, what would be the analogy in terms of like a movie. But like, just imagine like Toy Story and every toy's broken. 
You know, but every toy can't be broken. And, you know, Buzz Lightyear, man, he's broken. Heim's got to stop getting these broken guys and putting them in vital situations of games where you know you have a team that can mash the ball, but you also then – there's no reason why this game should have even been close. Like, nine, eight – like, if you went and said, you know what, 9-4, the game is over, you'd probably say, you know what, it, it, sh- it should be, right? Shut it down. Maybe if there's a bit of a leakage of one run – you would understand, but when you come back in, you're just like, okay, here's four more back. Now let's make it interesting. That just makes the fan base mad. It's like when you can't even have that one day of like peace of saying, okay, the Red Sox stopped this bad streak. They looked horrible against Toronto. And you almost give up tonight's game. So it's this is like this should I stay or should I go for the emotion of the Red Sox fan? And I get it, and it's not deserved. Because you're like, wow, if the Red Sox are still like, there's seven and a half games out of the wild card spot, you could probably argue that the bullpen has lost at least 10 games. At least. I saw something tonight. Uh, I, Andrew, thank you so much for being here. This is Andrew's first night, so everybody give Andrew a big hand, right? Because, Andrew, I, I think you might learn or have heard here at the station that I break them in. <laughs> I, break, I, I think you might be the fifth one at this time of night. But welcome to the team, and it's great to have you, my man. Thank you, thank you. So there was this stat that Apple TV showed that there was an 80% probability back on like June 22nd or 23rd for the Red Sox to make the playoffs. Remember, Red Sox were the hottest thing in baseball. You know, I I was even sitting here saying the Yankees need to watch out because if the Red Sox of June, late June, early July continued – I knew that the Yankees would have a falling part probably in August. It's happened. And that if the if the Red Sox could get the Yankees down to about a seven-game lead, six-game lead going into September, that it could get very interesting. It could be like a reverse 78, ask your grandpa, or use the Google machine. It could have literally been that. But phew, the same stats showed that the Sox, in a span of two months, went from 80% to 1%. 1% chance of making the 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 playoffs. Like you lose 79%. You pretty much lose 100% of the percentage that you had a chance of just 2 months ago. And this all ties back to Heim with the band-aid and the neo-sporing pitching staffs to try and settle the middle of games which has been a problem since Heim's been here. So with Trevor Story returning tomorrow, that's another solidified bat that you would hope for in the lineup. Trevor Story wasn't exactly gangbusters before he was injured. I think he had maybe like two or three days where it seemed like he did like all of his homework for three weeks in like three games. But, you know, Trevor Story was not was was not lights out. I, I thought that, you know, once the season started, that there would be an adjustment from going from a higher altitude to sea level and that barring injury that he would start to figure things out around late July, August, if there was room for that to happen. And if you said this team back in late June would still have room to wait for Trevor's story to catch up and do his thing, you would say, I like where the Red Sox are sitting, but where they're sitting right now is last in the AL East. And potentially looking at last for a second time in like three years. To put that in perspective, since they've gone to divisional play in like 1970, the Yankees have finished last in the AL East once. 
30-something years ago. So this can't be the new normal. Ah, you know, people thought that Baltimore would fall. Ah, they'll fall back. Yeah, that's not happening. Yeah, Baltimore, I mean, if, if you're Baltimore right now, you're like, you know what, we'll take another series against the Red Sox and like our chances where in the past you're like, ah, yeah, maybe Baltimore gets the opening series of the season and then they and then they come back to earth. That's where the Red Sox are right now. So give the Sox their flowers for tonight because it is a win. But I, I wouldn't put more flowers in the ground and say, hey, let's start like a little flower guard for this team unless I see a win tomorrow and see that Trevor Story can step up immediately coming back. That's going to be key. All right, still to come next here on WEE, I got to talk about the Patriots in action in Vegas tonight. Oh, I have a lot to say. Calls, bring them in, 617-779-7937. The text line, 37937. Let's go ahead and trend. All right, here's what's trending here on WEEI and WEEI.com. The Patriots lost to the Raiders 23-6 in Vegas. Lovely stadium. Mac Jones went 9 for 13 for 71 yards, but don't let the completion stuff fool you. Interception in their final preseason game. The offense looked horrible. I'll talk about it in five minutes. Patriots begin their season on the road against the Dolphins September 11th. Oh, God. And, of course, the Red Sox hang on to beat the Rays 9-8 to today in a nice offensive showcase until Ryan Brazier got into the game and then suddenly made it like a horror show. But Sox win. They play again tomorrow for a rematch against the Rays at 410 with pregame starting at 310 here on WEEI. And, of course, the breaking news, Alex Cora says Trevor Story will be returning to the team tomorrow. That's what's trending now on WEEI and WEEI.com, where trending is brought to you by Nissan. You deserve a car that thrills you. And Nissan's got an exciting full line that'll put goosebumps on your goosebumps. Experience the thrill for yourself. Shop your local Nissan store at NissanUSA.com today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. W-E-E-I. Thank you so much for hanging out. Remember, you can listen anytime on the Odyssey app. It's free to your phone. And plus, you know, it starts with the letter A, so it'll be really good to put on the front page of your app. And you can listen to W-E-E-I by just typing in W-E-E-I, and you can listen wherever you go. Thank you so much for hanging out. Look, uh, the Sox do or die at this point, and who knows what the rest of the season looks like. Trevor Story coming back, 617 617- 779-7937, text line 37937. That's what Alex Cora mentioned at the end of tonight's game, that Trevor Story, uh, because his uh, Portland rehab was rained out, and unlike the fire that was in Watertown from Lightning, just get him down here. So he'll be in, he'll be in the dugout tomorrow, maybe pinch hitting, maybe straight into the lineup. We'll see. Uh, but let's go to Wally and Fall River. He wants to talk about the Sox tonight. Wally, you've got it. Thanks for calling WEI. While you're on the air, uh, too much for them to overcome, JJ. I mean, uh, it's a combination of things. I, I got to pause you for a second. JJ was on good times. KJ, like dyslexic alphabet. KJ. Okay, there we go. All right, KJ. There you uh, go. It, it's too much for these guys to overcome, KJ. Uh, seven and a half games. You got to win twelve or thirteen games in a row. And you got to hope everybody else loses four or five teams, and that ain't going to happen. I mean, we've seen what you know what this team is. You don't have to start pitching. Well, Wally, don't well, Wally the they, didn't, they didn't have to win twelve straight games. They just really had to sweep Pittsburgh and Baltimore, and now they are two, three games within the last card because it would put them at sixty-three wins a couple of days ago. So if they were at sixty-three wins a couple of days ago, they're like a game and a half. Uh, behind their their game and a half over Baltimore, so they would leapfrog Baltimore and would really only be dealing with Seattle. The only problem is that they'll never face Seattle head to head, and Seattle's playing a bunch of nobodies the rest of the season. So that was their chance was the Pittsburgh series and the Baltimore series. And and if you remember the energy that was going on after they won two straight in Pittsburgh, people were like, "I believe again, I believe." But they lost those two out of three to Baltimore. And it just felt like at that Little League World Series game, it felt like the Gatorade fell over when the ball went past Raphael Devers. He just felt like the season couldn't be caught. But uh, we've got a brutal schedule, too. You get a lot of teams in our own division, and we know we're horrible. Imagine if we were just 500 within our own division, but uh, that didn't happen. But I don't see Trevor Story making that much a difference. He's not going to. He's probably going to be a little rusty, have a little ring rust. I mean, you don't expect a guy to hit 15 home runs in a month. But uh, it's just too much right now. You know, it just Hein Bloom. Uh, he's part of the problem, but we already know Hein Bloom right now. He's a bargain honey. He's always looking for a bargain or a reclamation project. But uh, the team's going to look a lot different next year. Wally, thanks for the call, man. 
Yeah, I mean, Wally's right. You know, like what? It's funny we can get extremely upset at Heim and tr- throw darts and everything. Yeah, there's nothing going to happen. There's there's no tradable assets. There's you know, unless you know unless like Jesus and John the Baptist end up on a waiver wire and they can give well they can give you all the innings they want. Then nothing's going to happen. You know, this is just Heim's mo. You know, I I think just the bigger thing that's just kind of illuminating over the entire Red Sox situation is like okay. 2020 was kind of a pass. Cora was out of the league. It was the pandemic. That team finished in last. Nobody was screaming. But, okay, it's two years later, and that's about to happen again. You're about to finish last in the division. Mm, that's that's gonna that's not going to set well when the team has finished last two out of the last three seasons. That's just not going to fly. All right, I'll tell you what's not going to fly is what I saw in this Patriots-Raiders game. Let's go back to Patriots Monday here on WEEI with Bill Belichick on the Greg Hill Show about him stating he being lord and master of the offense. Hit it, Andrew. Okay, if you remember, when Bill was asked about how this offensive coordinator situation was going to turn around and who was going to do what and what was going to happen, that Bill, in essence, said, I, sir, am Lord and Master of all. Maybe I don't. Was that Game of Thrones, the, the prequel House of House of Dragons? I need to check that out later tonight because I, I'm in that mode, mode to see like how does Bastard Snow come into this story, and that's what I'm wondering. Like, how do you figure that this has been good so far going into tonight? I tried to be as fair as possible for that Panthers game, saying, look. The Patriots are trying out new things. I understand about getting the ball out of Mac Jones' hands quick and allowing the, the players to make plays versus a, a, a porous line that Matt Patricia oversees. And, you know, the quarterback not being hit that Joe Judge is the quarterback coach. That, okay, how do we protect the asset and be able right, to we, make things happen? All right, here's the cut from, from Belichick. I'm really not too concerned about that. I mean, we there have been many years where we haven't had Titles. I don't even know what titles we've had or not had. It doesn't really make any difference to me. It's that's not the point of it. We have jobs to do, and and um, our staff works well together. Again, there are a lot of people that are involved in in uh, all three phases of the game. Uh, ultimately, I'm responsible for all of it. So, if you want to ask who's in charge, then it would be me because that's I have the final say in every area. So that's that's the way it's been, and I don't really see that changing. See, so Monday night when I when I was here, I said, okay, well, if Friday night is a disaster, then Belichick may be considering annexing this offensive play calling stuff and not have to answer or show any deficiencies in any more preseason games because you've got almost 14 days before the season starts. And what do you know? Opening drive, three and out. It looks good at first. Devontae Parker on a little slant, little short pants, then four-yard loss on the run. Then Mac Jones gets sacked. Punt. Was that good looking? Because here's the thing. You kept Mac Jones out of game one, and I said, hey, look, this team isn't so good where you can have a Derek Carr and Devontae Adams just kind of hang out in, 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 you know, pretty much modeling store shirts that you could buy in the team store, nothing near pads or even a football in their hand. But the Patriots needed to be one of those teams that say, hey, all three games are going to have to help define what's going on if there's nobody to define what's going on with the offense. Like, there's no philosophy. 
So then you get to the interception drive where you're like, oh, my gosh, this is this is bad. You know, you start seeing some things. You're like, okay, Ty Montgomery goes down. I thought he was already kind of glass Joe, and sure enough, he goes down. So he hasn't even made it to the regular season healthy yet. Then you start to see the dependence on Jacoby Myers. John Smith shows up. You're like, okay, then guess what? Interception. Right down the middle. Looking for Kendrick Bourne. Bill is about to annex. He's, he's about to annex like it's, it's like some old British fort in 1774. You know, when things are starting to kind of, you know, get cumbersome. You know, people are hanging out in the hills of Waltham. Like, look, them dudes and them redcoats are coming this way. Let's go take this little village over here to show that we mean business. 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. David's on the line. David, are you here to talk about the putrid offense that you saw for the Patriots tonight? Okay, Jay. I'm still not. I'm still not. In, in, not yet in football mode. I'm still in in um, baseball purgatory or, or Red Sox purgatory. Well, there's and two purgatories I, going on right now: football and baseball. Which one is worse to you? KJ, I hope to God that you have a different perspective on on little Alex, little Alex Cora, than than, than your predecessor Barrett did. No, Cora's a great – to me, the two best managers oh. in baseball right now are Alex Cora and Dusty Baker. The thing is that Dusty Baker has tools. Oh, my Alex God. Cora has no tools. Oh he has no two-box. God. Yeah. Oh, what? what? Alex, Alex can go out there and pitch? Dear, he can pitch, David? Dear he can God. feel. Right, let me ask you a question. He, he can let put on Ryan Brazier's jersey? Let is that ask, what he can do? Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Game tonight. Um, yeah, Waka got off to a bad start. But after the second inning, he settled down and pitched four innings of shuttle ball. Why in God's green earth, and I want to use another word instead of God's green earth, why the WTF that did he take out um, uh, Waka after six innings and make it necessary to have to go to the Waka's bullpen? Waka's no and, uh, spring it... chicken. You, you're, you're saying oh, that like Waka's like a 26-year-old oh, guy. This is not the case. You're talking about. Stop you're getting great oh. innings from a veteran. He gave you 93 AJ. pitches. What? 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 Stop seven it. more pitches and potentially Stop break it. the game open? That's the whole. Stop that's it, what you AJ. call managerial. You let him pass Stop 90, it. and if you feel Stop like that, it. the next seven pitches are Stop not going to get it done and breaks the game open. Because Stop. remember, Stop the game it. was starting to get broken open. AJ. You let him. You, you pull him out. That's Stop what a manager does. Stop. What he doesn't do? Okay, Jay. KJ, stop it. He does not hold his players accountable. Yes, yes, Bloom has done an absolutely deplorable and putrid and unprofessional job this year. There's no denying that whatsoever that Bloom has done a horrible, wait, horrible wait, I'm job. I'm still baffled by this. But, but, Michael Walker has been but, pretty much lights out in a team that's had its lights out this whole year. He's already yeah. given up two home runs. He's got 93 pitches, and he's starting to leak oil. And you want him to get to 100 just so that we can say, well, hopefully he gets to seven innings did and I loses the game? About 100? He may have pitched. He, he, missed, he may have pitched the ten pitch inning. In the, did I say anything about an arbitrary number like a hundred pitches? There he was did, no reason to take. Well, well here's so, the thing: if you've already given up two dingers in a tie game, why would you keep a guy was, out there from? That was 
four or five innings ago, the first pitch of the game. I mean, that doesn't mean anything. Come on, Dwight Evans did a first pitch. Come on, I mean, good golly. How many pitches have given up a first pitch home run? And Come on, that's irrelevant. That's irrelevant. David, and, thanks for the call, because this is going in circles like the circle no, jumps. I got, one more, I got one more thing for no, you, too. You're done. Thanks, David. I appreciate it. But, yeah, you're not going to tell me that, oh, Alex Cora made a bad move because he wouldn't give the guy seven more pitches. Because you know what the narrative would be? If seven more of those pitches suddenly made it a 7-4 game raise, why does Cora leave him in there? Clearly doesn't believe in his bullpen. Yeah, if your groceries tend to be somewhat rotten in the bag, you're not going to reach in that bag and be like, yeah, I've got a banana for you that's about to turn black in two seconds. You got to eat it now. No, get out of here. Miss me with that. Back to the Patriots. Absolute putrid, disgusting output by the offense. And, and here's what's fascinating. In, in the Panthers game, they played against two and threes. In this game tonight, they played against second stringers. By God, the best quarterback out there tonight was Jared Stedham. Stedham. When I was watching the Patriots tonight, I felt like, and I'm not going to lie to you, just from the offensive side of the ball, I saw some aggression on the defensive side of the ball. Matthew Judon was active. There was some activity going on, right? I'm not mad at that. But when I saw that team out there right before that last drive, and and Twitter is not real, but sometimes I'll use it just to talk. I said this drive is the most important drive of the preseason because – If they don't make some type of progress, and this is the drive I'm talking about, that the touchdown ended up being overturned because of Devontae Parker on the offensive pass interference. If they don't show any life in this drive, they may set someone on fire on the sidelines. They may just bring Aaron Donald in with three helmets to hit people over the head because there was going to be a big problem. So they moved the ball decently. You find out how important Kendrick Bourne is, even though he didn't seem to be important up until, I don't know, today. Mac Jones started going to things like, here's what I trust. I, I appreciate that he didn't lean on Hunter Henry like Linus leans on a blanket because that's what offenses defenses are looking at when it comes to Mac Jones. But what I saw out there looked like, it looked like the Houston Texans with Davis Mills out there. That's just what it looked like to me. Now you might tell me my eyes are bad, but uh, trust me, in this industry, the ears go bad first, the eyes get better. I got a buddy of mine who's friends with Stevie Wonder, and they say the secret is, You never whisper anything around Stevie Wonder. He hears everything. Well, me, I see everything. That team looked like the Houston Texans from last year. Now, do I want to see the Patriots struggle this year? Of course not. Mac Jones, I think, outperformed. He he outshot a shooter last year. And with the help of a 7-9 and schedule from the previous year when Cam Newton was the quarterback in the COVID year, that's going to help a rookie. You're going to get Jacksonville. You're going to get Houston on your schedule. You already get the Jets twice. But if you're going to tell me that this team that you saw tonight and you will not see again in preseason in a game, because here's the thing. Don't sell me on this whole, oh, well, you know, the you know the, the practices, the, the, the shared scrimmages are much, are much better tellers. Oh, yeah, Aaron Donald, what he pulled off yesterday, you can do that in a regular game? No, Aaron Donald will be out of the league for six games pulling it off in practice. But because it's a skirmish, there's no real referees, and the referees are kind of decided by the home team. That's why I don't buy this whole, that's really a time for guys to get out their anger. The fans tonight got out their anger watching that offense. 
from the Patriots. Bad. Bad. See, because they, I think they'll be okay responding, but you punch them in the mouth like you saw what happened tonight, they kind of fall apart a little bit. So this feels like a Patriots team that might be able to get a touchdown after they're down 17. That's just what it felt like. And people are like, oh, you know, like, I, 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 I laugh when I see the Vegas lines at BetMGM that say that, hey, the Patriots and the Dolphins have just the, they have the same chance of finishing second in the AFC East. And I said, yeah, they probably know there's a lot of money in New England. People are going to bet with their hearts and not with their heads. Because Tampa beat this team twice last year. And I don't know what can sell me to say that this team that's out there right now is better. Oh, KJ, it's preseason. Well, I mean. The football field isn't shorter. They're not playing seven on seven out there. It's ridiculous. And when I mentioned Monday night, when I discovered that, hey, wait, Matt Patricia is a special assistant and offensive line coach, and Joe Judge is the quarterback coach and oversees other portions of the offense. Was it supposed to be Joe Judge's job, and he did so bad that Matt Patricia's won the job? Like, the dysfunction I've been talking about for six months. Does a rookie quarterback who's performed like that deserve that? What you saw tonight? Oh, it was not on the coordinators. You call a play? You call a play? You have to say the growth that you see right now in Mac Jones is his ability to scramble. You're comfortable with that? You can sleep okay with that? I know come that Miami game, Mac Jones will be able to bust out for about 60 yards with his legs. <laughs> Please. All right, up next here on Late Night, an abbreviated version here on WEEI. You can't unsee Belichick with the UFC belt from earlier this week, but there's something you really, really can't unsee with Belichick and that UFC belt. I salute that next here on WEEI Late Night. Thanks for hanging. If your day sounds like we need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through, you deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame, two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medella, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, let that rock, Andrew. Late night. It's KJ. Thank you so much for hanging out. Drown those miseries. Because the Patriots offense was looking as old as Keith Richards out there. Jesus. Putrid. 617-779-7937. The text line is 37937. Let's go to Sean talking both what he saw with the Patriots and the Red Sox. Sean, thank you for joining tonight. Hey, how's it going, KJ? 
Sean. Um, listen, I think what the Red Sox need to do is pull off a big trade this season by getting rid of Duran, Cordero. There's no value and, in either of those guys right there. Like with Pittsburgh? And, <laughs> and, and Dalbeck. And, uh, you're literally talking about the three guys on the bottom rung of Survivor, right? Like you're not yeah. talking about desirable guys. Like you would have to find a veteran playing for the A's that you might say, okay, give us the veteran and you take Dahlback, but you don't but, give up on Dahlback just yet. Now Dahlback, I mean, I mean on uh, Duran yet, but Dahlback possibly, Franchi for sure. You know, like Franchi is just, I, I just, there's just no known, known, known thing for him to do. There are no positions that they can actually play. Right. Well, Dahlback, you think but, that, okay, if, 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 if Dahlback is in a place where the noise is, is less loud as New England, and with a team that doesn't have the expectations as Red Sox uh, fans do, you know, like with Red Sox, it's it's already built in. You got the Yankees the, in front of you. When you're when you're the Pittsburgh Pirates, you're like, you know, maybe we can scratch a couple out against Milwaukee. You know, like so you may need to go to a place where it's a little bit quieter. Like the loudest it gets in your division is playing at the Cubs or with, or, or at St. Louis. So maybe you maybe you look at something like that, but you're like maybe pitching prospects, but they're probably thinking like, hey, Duran is uh, Duran or Dahlback are seemingly under overvalued goods, and why would we give you something that we value high for something that you've lost value in quickly? Yeah, but uh, on the Patriots, yeah, why, why won't why won't Belichick bring like maybe like Charlie Weiss back to bring you know to be the offensive coordinator to, uh, to coach this young young kid just like he did with Brady? Yeah, I you know, I thought that was going to be trying to I don't know if it was going to be Charlie Weiss, I, I, just what Charlie Weiss's desires are at this time in his life. You know, Charlie Weiss is up there in age and not that says that would disqualify him. But maybe yeah, but, I think I think they were thinking that maybe Bill O'Brien would be ideal and he would have been because he was Mac Jones's coordinator when Mac was at Alabama. So there's a familiar with the familiarity with the player. You you know how he wants it, you know what you know how his cadence is going to be. You know, you you know the nonverbal that's there, and I think Nick Saban just kind of said, "Well, no, you're not going to you're not going to do that." So but, I, I think that could have been a plan in place. I, I just don't understand how Bill could fly without a net and not have some offensive mind in mind to work with a second yeah. quarterback. Yeah, but how how do you have uh, two defensive coordinators coaching an offense? I don't know. It goes that under that makes, same category as how many how many idiots makes, does it take to screw in a light bulb? You know, I mean, that, that makes right, no sense. Right, Sean. Thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, the it's it's part of the narrative that I claim. I just believe. You know, just reading body language. I don't have to be in someone's ear or you know stay in the basement or lie and say I'm a Rothschild or something just to get this information. I just watch body language and I think that Belichick is starting to think about. What does his three- to five-year plan look like? He's not going to get fired. There's not going to be like Belichick out, breaking news, fired after 20 years and running all these packages. Bill is going to call the day when he says thank you and goodbye. They'll probably give him a ride-off full season of, you know, just kind of celebrating him, you know, for all he's done in the league and what he's accomplished. It's a lot, even before he was a head coach. So he's going to be celebrated. I think he's starting to kind of, you know, make those, those preparations necessary. It's no different than like when you get to end of life, unfortunately. You know, you have your affairs in order. 
And I think Bill is at that point where he's starting to have his affairs in order. And I think there's a bit of frustration that you heard in his voice from a couple days ago saying, look, at the end of the day, I'm in charge of it. And I think that after what you saw tonight, do not be surprised if you don't see the play calling sheet in Belichick's hands come the Miami game just because of how bad it looked with Joe Judge on the tryout side of the games in the later in the later portion of the games. And Matt Patricia, while calling some type of creative things, I think it just might be just too creative for the personnel. I mean, just look at that field goal drive, 11 plays. This is the one I was talking about where they were desperate. Short park, uh, short pass to Devontae Parker for a yard, then Aguilar for 13, and then you got another pass, uh, go for 30 uh, to uh, Kendrick Bourne. I mean, uh, for 12 yards to Kendrick Bourne. And then uh, Hunter Henry got into the mix. Then, of course, it ends up leading with the pass interference offensive from Devontae Parker in the end zone. And then the very next play was kind of dangerous when Mac Jones starts to do that scramble where he starts running like a young Archie Manning with the Saints. Go watch the video. It's called Google. Watch the video of when Archie Manning would start to run in these circles in the middle of the field right around the hashes. And it was like, oh, man, if they get hold of Mac and it's like an 18-yard loss, it knocks him out of field goal range. And what is the what is the conversation for two? That's going to be like the last view. So by Mac throwing the ball away, it saved a whole lot of screaming that could be much louder for the next couple of weeks. Okay. So to me, the the, the funniest thing I saw this week was Bill Belichick getting that UFC belt. And I found it ironic that it was the day after or two days after Dana White had made the comments about Brady going to the Raiders. But there was something that I, I noticed about Belichick that just had me want to go into song. So, Andrew, start the song because it's based on a Grace Jones song called Warm Leatherette for those who are kind of in the BDSM hard rock pop feel. It's called Bill's Bella Breasts, an exclusive here on KJ's Late Night. Bill's Bella Breasts. <laughs> Bella See the shirt that's lean Wearing in front of team Title bet UFC Flashing cups that beat Bills Bella Bills He's the goat. Memories on duck boats. Binoculars on the ready. Bra keep him steady. Coaching, he's the goat. Memories on duck boats. Binoculars on the ready. Bra keep him steady. Bill. Bella breasts. <laughs> Bill. Bella breasts. Bill. Bella breasts. You're the king of the castle No swaying like a tassel Never in a hassle Popping up like Matt Castle You're the king of the castle No swaying like a tassel Never in a hassle Popping up like Matt Castle Bells Bella Breasts Bells Bella Breasts Bells, Bella Breasts. Bells, Bella Breasts. 
I'm sorry. How could you not notice those things just jumping up and down? Like, Andrew, did you notice them when when Bill was wearing that UFC belt and that super tight shirt? I was not looking at it, but I'll take your word for it. Well, because now, now when you hear the song, now you can't unsee it, right? I guess so, yes. <laughs> Look, the Patriots have a lot of work to do over, over these next couple of weeks. You know, uh, the Dolphins are on a mission. They won the last, they won two games against the Patriots last year. And while I think the defense will be okay this year, but I don't think it will be as strong as it was last year, I still think the Patriots potentially have a top 10 defense in the league, at least top five or seven in the AFC, depending on how things play out. But the offense, man, that is, it's just, there's going to be some frustrations out there between the offense and the defense with the defense potentially spending a lot more time on the field than they need to. All right, Andrew, thank you. You did wonderful for your first night. I will tell our boss, don't give him a raise. Just give him another chance to be up there. (laughs) At WEEI on Twitter, at KJ Carson. Talk to you again Sunday morning, 9 to 11, with my partner Mark Dundero for KJ and Dundero. Thank you so much. Have a safe Friday night. Be good. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.